What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 38 of the Vitality Unleashed podcast. Today is Nutrition Wednesday. Yes, Nutrition Wednesday, and we're going to be doing an overview of kind of overrated versus underrated, a lot of myths that we hear and what we think on them if we think that they are worth it. And Maverick is so close to knocking over the tripod, but I think he moved directions. We'll see. But we're going to go over a few things that we get asked a lot, that we see a lot, and go over our thoughts on if it's worth it or if you should avoid it. Yeah, guys. So first off, this is a super, super common one that people, there's just so much misinformation out there about it. Creatine. Creatine overrated versus underrated, or maybe it is just perfectly rated. Creatine. Oh, that's a hard one to say if it's overrated or underrated. I would say it's underrated, honestly. I love creatine, and I feel like a lot of people might think that there are some negative side effects to it. They get super nervous about taking it. They don't want to take it because the word is scary or whatever, but really, it is such a beneficial supplement, and I think that it's definitely underrated. Yeah, it's not just beneficial to your muscle recovery. It's also beneficial to your brain health as well, so it's something that everyone should be taking. There's even now, I just saw some study came out and it was showing that creatine was beneficial to literally give to your kids. So it's like, come on guys, take creatine. Even if you're on uh, PEDs, like creatine is obviously not going to have the anabolic effect that those do, but it's still really beneficial for your overall health. Yeah. So what are the benefits of creatine? Brain health, uh, muscle recovery, because you are going to get more, uh, water into your muscles um, and then that's going to aid recovery because everything about your muscles recovering is water blood flow in through your muscles so the more you get that's how most things that you take when they aid muscle recovery that's usually what they're doing it's something involving just adding more water into your muscles increasing blood flow yeah the only potential downside i guess you could say of creatine could be it can make you hold on to a little bit of extra excess water weight because of what it is doing but that's not really a downside it's just a little bit of water weight and and it's intramuscular too so it's not like it makes you look fuller and this is a misconception a lot of people have it's not going to make you look like a lot more watery maybe when you first take it but within a couple weeks of taking it the fullness is only going to be in your muscles it's not going to be like on your skin yeah for sure all right next one overrated or underrated fasting um definitely 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 overrated fasting um people are like oh fasting has all these health benefits those studies show that you have to fast for like fucking 72 hours to get any sort of any sort of benefit from it so it's like come on guys yeah people think that fasting is just some i guess magic solution that makes you burn body fat makes you whatever the fuck they think but there's nothing special to fasting or to intermittent fasting the only thing that it does do is typically maybe make you consume less calories just because you're eating for less hours of the day but the actual fasting part of it is not necessarily going to be doing anything for you on the fat loss side of things so unless you just really 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 have a terrible appetite in the morning like there's no reason to fast and even with that being said you should still eat breakfast even if you don't have an appetite in the morning yeah absolutely guys you need to be spacing out your nutrition it actually is really beneficial to do just for your overall energy yeah for sure all right next up overrated or underrated sleep 
Sleep. I don't know if you could ever overrate sleep, so I'm going to say underrated because people are like the rise and grind. Sleep is everything. Sleep is everything. Sleep is as as effective as PEDs when it comes to, you know, helping your body perform and get gains. Yeah, I would say definitely like two to three years ago was when the rise of like really like, oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead was really, really popular. But I feel like recently, thankfully, sleep is really coming back into play, especially within the bodybuilding industry. People are starting to take it a lot more seriously because we can really see the negative impact that it does have when your sleep is super irregular. So I'm happy to see that. But I definitely agree that sleep is typically underrated still because it's just it can't even be expressed how important it is yeah it actually can't be overrated like it like it can't unless people said if you sleep eight hours a day you become immortal that's the only way that it would possibly be overrated Mm -hmm. awesome next up overrated underrated fasted cardio Mm. fasted cardio i would definitely say overrated not that it's a bad thing it is definitely not going to provide you with any negative side effects but it's just not necessarily going to do anything better than regular cardio is going to do i know me personally i just enjoy fasted cardio doing movement fasted because it's like it's nice first off to get your body moving first thing in the day it'll help you wake you up but there's nothing special that's going to happen just because your body is fasted but if you are doing fasted cardio you should not be consuming caffeine before yeah i actually had an uh athlete he, he's doing morning cardio and post-workout cardio right now. And he's like, oh, I didn't do like faster cardio. He's like, oh, I, can I just tack it on to my cardio after I work out? I'm like, yeah, that's completely fine. I'm like, the point of fasted cardio or having, I like splitting cardio for my athletes eventually. It's more for recovery purposes and just time than it is just, I just don't want you to have to be on the Stairmaster for an hour. I'd rather split it for you in 30 minute blocks. You're going to recover better. You're going to get food in between those sessions. You're going to feel better. That's why I do it. But when it comes to actually burning more calories, it's you're not burning any more calories yeah i'd say that one hour mark is typically when i start separating the cardio into two sections fortunately none of my prep clients are even on an hour of cardio yet so that is super super beneficial but yeah when i hit that hour mark is typically when i'll separate those into two 30 minute sessions because it can just be really mentally draining but some people that does just make it a little bit more inconvenient if they don't have the ability to really get to the gym twice a day so there's nothing wrong with doing the cardio all in one session if it's just more convenient for you yeah but in saying that if you're working out at fucking night and i do not want to see you doing two hours of cardio and then getting five hours of sleep exactly find a different you should never be sacrificing your sleep to get this cardio in whether that's waking up super early when you're not going to bed on time or staying up super late to get it in you should not be sacrificing your sleep to get the cardio sleep is more important sacrifice your social life guys sorry if you're on prep sucks to suck 100 percent. all right next up overrated or underrated sodium sodium i would say underrated just because a lot of people villainize it when it really doesn't need to be villainized sodium actually just helps hydrate you there's nothing i if someone was going to die from sodium intake i would already be dead that's what i can tell you my sodium intake at points has been like 10 grams a day yes and this (laughs) is some people of course do have certain medical conditions that they do need to watch their sodium for of course but if you do not you do not need to be watching your sodium intake of course there are always levels that can just be astronomical that's a different story but if you're the average person it's going to be really 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 hard for you to get 
too much in, especially if you're working out, you're getting movement in, and you're drinking your water. That's a super yes. important part. You should not be slamming sodium if you're not drinking your water. Yeah, that's huge. You need to stay hydrated, but you should be staying hydrated for your general health and in general, same thing with creatine because that increases uh, water uh, retention. You would need to be drinking more water for that as well. It's all along the same lines, guys. You really need to be hydrated because it's just going to help your muscle recovery, going to help your energy, going to help reduce brain fog, going to help sleep. So really staying yeah. hydrated. Is I love, 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 love sodium. I know that I used to have coaches that would really, really, really villainize sodium and that kind of put it in my head like, oh, I can't have any sodium. And now I look back, I'm like, why the fuck? Like, sodium is so beneficial, especially if you're on prep. Calories are getting lower. You're going to really be struggling to get pumps in the gym, and sodium can be your best fucking friend. It should not be cut out, even if you are on competition prep. The only time it might lower a little bit is if you're doing some water manipulation on peak week. But even with bikini athletes, honestly, most of the time, sodium will increase trying to fill you out so it's so person dependent but especially when you're a bikini athlete like none of these crazy manipulations should really ever be happening yeah 100 percent. you're not open bodybuilders and your conditioning doesn't need to be because it's different when you're an open bodybuilder your conditioning needs to be like literally saran wrap on your skin then it's like okay yeah that little bit of water could somehow make a difference but when you're a bikini athlete you're at 14, 15% body fat, yes, you're still shredded, but you're not that lean where it's going to make a huge visible difference to 99% of people. Yeah, and they don't want you having that like dehydrated flat look. They want you looking full. So you need to make sure the only people who do have to do this dehydration is if you're just not lean enough. And that's another problem. You should have just been (laughs) prepping for longer. So if you are lean enough, more sodium, more water will actually probably benefit you because they want you looking full and bubbly. Yeah, 100% because you're not just going to – sodium and water isn't going to add body fat to your frame. No, so you're going to exactly. be fine. Next up, overrated, underrated calorie intake. So just overall calorie intake is definitely underrated in the sense that a lot of people think that just watching what they eat, making healthy choices is enough and – it's actually kind of the other way around. I You will get better results watching your calorie intake even if you're not making good food choices than you would if you're just making good food choices yeah. and not watching your calorie intake. Yeah, 1,000 calories of donuts, 1,000 calories of whole foods still going to put you in a deficit. Yeah, obviously that is not the way you should do it, but overall calorie intake is the key. If you're not tracking your calories, like you're just going to have nothing to measure and it's going to be a lot harder. You're probably just wasting a lot of your time and energy when you could just be taking one minute a day to plug it in in MyFitnessPal. Exactly, guys. Stop being fucking lazy. That would be my response to that. All right, next up, overrated or underrated keto? Overrated. Yes, absolutely absolutely overrated i feel like it's talked about a lot less which i'm super happy to see but i'm just personally not a fan i never ever have been a fan of keto specifically because you know your food's going to be a lot lower first of all which is probably going to make you a lot hungrier but you're not necessarily even eating less calories you're just eating a lot more dietary fat and a lot less carbs which might make you hold on to a little bit less water because you have less Mm -hmm. glycogen but it's not actually really aiding in more body fat loss yeah you're just losing water when you cut carbs like that's something that actually now which i love like a fighters like ufc fighters boxers they're they've started hiring actual nutritionists now and these people are like like we can get you to wait 
by just cutting carbs and actually increasing fat instead where they're still eating calories they still are getting energy still able to recover mm-hmm. in their sessions but it pulls so much water away that they can still make weight for fights that's essentially what you're doing you're just pulling water weight you're not taking away your fat now if you're in a calorie deficit from cutting those carbs yes you're going to be losing body fat but you can do that without cutting carbs yeah for sure it's it's super important to remember that carbs they're not the enemy but yes they they give you some more glycogen and that does make your body hold on to a little bit of water but this is not body fat and you're also not going to be losing body fat just because you're losing a little bit of that water that is coming from the carbs so that's another reason why the number on the scale is not the most important thing because Mm -hmm. there's a difference between just losing a little bit of water versus losing actual body fat that's why things like measurements progress photos measuring your strength in the gym all these things are just as important as measuring that number on the scale yes women especially guys come on you're you drink water a little bit later you're on your cycle you could be up three pounds retaining water then oh you cut carbs you're down three pounds it's like (laughs) guys stop paying so much attention to the scale start looking at what's in front of you i would recommend hiring a coach because of course what you see in the mirror it's not going to be fucking accurate. 100%. All right. Last one for today. Oh, sorry. My headphones. Overrated or underrated weightlifting in general? Weightlifting in general, I would say um, probably, God, we're just in the bodybuilding space. I'm going to say it's underrated because normal people villainize weightlifting still. Like, oh, don't weightlift. It's going to stunt your growth. Oh, don't weightlift for this reason, that reason. The community we're in, people are really pro weightlifting, so I want to say uh, evenly rated. But for the general population, I'm going to say it's still underrated because everyone should be resistance training. Yeah, I'd say definitely for the general population, it is very underrated just because all these, you know, classes, these hit classes, Pilates, all this stuff is advertised and pushed onto just the general population a lot more. And like, I can understand where it gets very, very confusing, but it does just come down to research like looking at articles resistance training implementing proper progressive overload that's issues with these things like hit classes pilates you're not really able to implement uh proper progressive overload because you're not really measuring the things and you don't have much room to increase or improve that's why it's important to be logging your workouts doing the same exercises over and over and over again i know it's not always necessarily the most fun but this is how you're going to get the best fastest progress 100% guys it's boring but that is how it is effective if you're always doing different movements you're never going to know if you're making getting stronger you're never going to know if you're progressing 100% all right well that is it for today's overrated or underrated we will see you guys tomorrow see ya peace